Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, it's DJ Jesse Janity, and I want to tell you guys a little bit about True Car. True Car is changing car buying forever. True Car helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Just in the first six months of this year, over 275,000 cars were sold by the True Car Certified Dealer Network. And True Car users save an average of $3,221 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. First, go to TrueCar.com to find out what others paid for the car you want. Then, register to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Third step is simple. Just print out your savings certificate and take it to the True Car Certified Dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features may not be available in all states, but to see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the True Car mobile app or visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. Broadcast Network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey there, Z Nation fans! It's the end of the world. It is the end of the world. <laughs> Things are literally like the, it, the end is nigh. Yeah, yeah. pretty well, much. We already used radioactive, so. No, uh, we didn't actually. It we didn't were going through. to use radioactive <laughs> and we didn't. <laughs> but welcome to another edition of the Z Nation After Show, episode 13, The Doctor of the Dead. Bum, bum, bum. Which, and it's the end of the world. That's the end of the series. Uh, that's the end of the season. Not serious. Wow. Thank goodness. I was gonna say. No, Hang we already on. got that, like, six episodes back. <laughs> oh. That's true. No, the renewal. If this had been oh, the know. end of the series, I would have been so angry. <laughs> I would have been angry, too. <laughs> yeah, this, uh, we'll talk about that in a bit. We should probably intro. Anyway, let's go ahead and introduce my wonderful panel tonight. To my left, Katie Cullen. Hi, all my buddies. Zach hey Wilson. Guys, how's it going? Team Survival, still yes. trucking on. We will survive. <laughs> Even though there's only one of you tonight. And we have not one, not two, but three wonderful guests joining us tonight. Joining us, Russell Hodgkinson. Hey, Doc in the house. Hey, which camera are you looking at? This <laughs> one over here. Right over there? Yeah, that one. Hey, Z Nation fans, we love you. You're awesome. Yeah, <laughs> we do. They really are a separate breed, you know? The Z Nation fans, they're just like a hybrid of, well, all sorts of awesome. And joining us again in the studio, we have Michael Cassett. Hey. And Carl Schaefer. Hello. How are you Hello guys everyone. doing tonight? 
We're doing excellent. Really great to be here. We're, we're resting now. <laughs> great season finale. It's time to go into hibernation for uh, till next season. So <laughs> I I have to ask now that the the final episode has has aired and you know there's been one or two days to kind of just sit and process it. What has been the overall fan reaction? Because I I stayed away from social media because we don't we don't watch until Sunday. What has been the overall fan reaction to this ending? Because oh my god. I think people like it. I think uh, I think it, everybody seems there's good buzz about the finale. Everybody seemed to really like it as an episode. I think it left people wanting more, which was the point, um, <laughs> and wondering what the hell we're going to do next. I've it been hearing people dream. people been saying we got to wait a year for season two. Like they're you know bummed out that they got to wait so long. That's what I've been hearing. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, we are an instant gratification society. We want it now. (laughs) I want to watch all 13 episodes of next season tomorrow. (laughs) Well, you could go to uh, um, iTunes or uh, (laughs) Netflix, any of those. They're actually already there. After Buzz exclusive. (laughs) You just got to look for them. If you can't find them, you're not looking hard enough. So keep at it. The right password. So here's my question. We know that we have a season two renewal. Huzzah. If we did not have that renewal, if this really was the end of the series, did you have extra footage, extra scene shots showing those missiles hit, hit, showing this pretty much being the end? Because I have to say that I love a series actually going for the rocks fall, everyone dies option is amazing. Well, that could be the opening of season two. Uh, We're a new cast. (laughs) I could see that happening. I'd be really mad, but I could see that happening. There's some negotiations. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. We only had people for the first year, so we had to renegotiate. And uh, wanted everybody worried, a little worried. The real real title of the episode was Leverage. (laughs) (laughs) But on Tish. Really? As far as threats go... Like eight nuclear warheads hovering over their heads, pretty solid. It's a, actually it's a standard William Morris negotiating tactic. <laughs> <laughs> but why was one going towards Citizen Z? That was something I didn't quite. It's an NSA to. headquarters. I True, am. but it was only supposed to melt down that particular uh, breach. For I the imagine lab. it's well, security no, the, information. What, actually, thing. what happened was the the single missile that went up that's going towards the lab. Set off the other missiles. They were all, they're all like dead man missiles, like third strike weapons that are left over from the Cold War. So it was. They're still operative. Right. Still what? Right. So there was like, you know, out of the thousands and thousands of missiles left over, the eight of them actually fired off sort of accidentally. Some rusted um, circuit someplace. It's like, oh, this, you know. It, it's, it was just an automatic thing. So it was actually a we, zombie, it's like a it left zombie circuit. Of, yeah. <laughs> so we have uh, Z Nation turning into World War Z, basically. No, <laughs> Z Nation's better. <laughs> We're talking movie <laughs> World movie, War Z. Movie. Oh, yeah, World movie War Z was, was good. But movie World War Z I, was. I like to imagine yeah. that there was a zombie like chewing on the wires of the nuclear <laughs> warheads and set them off accidentally. <laughs> kind of riding maybe, on it. Maybe that's how we get <laughs> out of this cowboy and How I, thought I learned it, to love the apocalypse. You, I think it was important that everybody's in danger. You know, why should mm-hmm. Citizen Z get off scot free? You know, everybody <laughs> should be. You know, everybody's job should be at stake. Exactly. <laughs> I did love G, uh, DJ Qual's uh, performance with that particular scene. He's like, "Where are you going?" And then goes goes outside. And goes, hate the apocalypse and then just kind of laughs because what else can you do when there's a nuclear warhead heading straight for you? Have you got Murphy? 
Uh-huh. If you're Murphy, run, I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that'll help. You're going to be able to... I, I do find it very interesting that just a couple episodes ago, we averted a nuclear crisis. And, and now, then started another one. <laughs> and now <laughs> this episode opens up with, or ends with, basically the nuclear holocaust. Mm. And that's no good for any of our characters. But we do see that Mac and Abby are still alive for the next 30 seconds. Yeah, that was my reaction. It's, oh, they're alive. Not for long. (laughs) You just never know with us. Anastasia and her sister wife, little blouse. Did you see that? (laughs) Sister wife, flowered blouse. I was just really happy to see Mac not riddled with bullets because Mm. it was... It was left ambiguous, and it was nice to well, see him up and about. I, I read so much into the dress, because that says so much about what's happened to them since, that mm-hmm. he's in, like, more or less exactly where we left him. He, he could have been this next moment, yeah, minus, like, much. the fact that he's not shot, and he's not doesn't look like he's bleeding. <laughs> so, I mean, if I'm going to, I'm going to, like, block my eyes, so I don't get any... <laughs> um, I'm going to do the exact opposite and stare. Go ahead, Zach. Um, I'm thinking that Mac just like is like doing like some like passive resistance, like meditating outside the walls for like two months, <laughs> just like just leading a one man siege. Yeah, or not? No, not even siege. Just like he's like, I'm gonna sit here. What's that? There's that song that there's like the uh, the man who can't be moved. He's Aww. just like sitting on the corner, Aww, like I will wait until you will come out and say hello to me. Actually, he has, a, like, he has a sign that says, "We'll pike for food." Aww. <laughs> he's like that stray cat that always comes to your window and wants to be fed and won't leave. Maybe that's how he's eating. She's just and he's just that lady's bringing him pie. You know, you really can't blame. Addie for staying. I mean, if Doc would have been able to get behind that wall, I probably would have stayed. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that was, that was paradise, you know? It was really beautiful. Doc in a gingham dress. Though. You know? I would have wore any right. flowered blouse they put me in. I, and Kelly McGillis? I mean, come on. <laughs> I think you could pull it I off. still don't trust any place that looks that Stepford peaceful, quiet <laughs> in the apocalypse. I Yeah, that it's is not a place. Furry. That is an excellent comparison. Woodbury? Woodbury run by someone who wasn't quite as crazy as the governor. We're making a Walking Walking Dead. Dead Oh, okay. I fell off before that. You're making a what comparison? Walking Walking Dead? Dead. What's that? Oh, that other thing. Somebody else was saying something about that Walking Dead thing. Yeah, that Walking thing. That thing. We'll have to check that out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, here I I hear it's popular with the kids. Yeah. I don't know why I'm watching these things. And the nihilistic. I'm behind crowd. on my TV. So. You know what's more fun than moping about zombies? Mutant zombies. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Let's go ahead and Thank talk you for about describing this. that as moping about <laughs> zombies. That's exactly what it was. Let's go I ahead and talk I... about these this strain of mutant zombies because mm. something that has always been impressive with basically every episode of this series is you don't just get the normal zombies. You don't just get running zombies and really decomposed zombies. You get zombies Zom-bear. of every variety. <laughs> variety. You get zombier. You get nuclear zombies. You get zombies. Zombies. Amish zombies. Amish. Get the Amish. Those are my favorite. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love. I love her reaction. It was just Amish zombies. Really? really? <laughs> I love Viagra the zombies. Philadelphia we bowling zombies. Viagra, Viagra zombies. Viagra zombies. Oh my god, the Viagra zombies. Zombies you can't show on television. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and 
I really best. like the setup for this because we we get to Fort Collins and they've clearly been doing all of these genetic experiments trying to find a cure. And so we see a lot of the results of that and a lot of the results of this are really horrifying because we still we see people who are still alive to some degree shut up in the dark. <coughs> it was You well, okay over there? Yeah. <laughs> it was great. This was probably the most impressed I've ever been with the production value of the show because it's dark and horrifying. And we do get a little bit of moment of levity when Murphy comes to the realizations that they're different than the other type of zombies. With the, I don't, I don't think, think they, they like me! me. <laughs> but it was well shot. The lighting was superb. The type of zombies that we were seeing were genuine, genuinely, like, Genuinely scary and kind of dis- like very disquieting. It was very unsettling. This mm. was not an episode to watch alone in the dark, mm. which is exactly what I did. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, like, I, ah! I think it's great because it's like with zombies, there are so many different ways the mythology can go, and this is almost like a little hall of like these are all the directions we could have taken. I smorgasbord. I love the terror. way it was put that it was a hall of horrors. Mm. Yeah. It was so well done. What was yeah. it like filming in that? Because it was just so dark and creepy. Well, it was cool when we uh, shot, when we were looking in the, the holes, you know, there was nothing there. When we were <laughs> yeah. there so we were acting. <laughs> um, but I love the girl in the fly, with all the flies on her. And everything. Oh, so, so yeah, gross. She was great. Yeah, a couple of those mutant zombies, I think we pulled right off the street, That's huh, right. Carl? Yeah. Didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. You got, yeah. No casting involved. Yeah. <laughs> Very little makeup. Right just a little, little touch-up. and They didn't know what they were getting into. What are you doing Man. right now? You got, you got like 10 hours free? Okay, come on. Well, it is true that the guy in the uh, uh, Ebola character, yes. um, we had a hard time finding an extra for that part. Some There was some mix-up somewhere, um, and we needed somebody who looked African, um, which is a little tough to find in Spokane. Um, and our extras person literally went racing out in their car, driving <laughs> down the street, and saw some guys that looked possible, and like pulled up in a car and said, "Do you want to be in a ch- TV show?" And they're kind of like, "I don't know what happened." She goes, "Get in!" And she just got in. The- that guy didn't know what was going to be like. He didn't know what the scene he was. Had no idea. No idea. Like they were putting makeup on him as they're bringing him in. They're putting these huge boils. Yeah. On him. And he's going, Probably making him sign the liability yeah. waiver, like as. They're pushing him out the car. Yeah, he had no idea what he was getting into. He, it was it was pretty funny. It would have been funny from his point of view because it, it was like being in a all these people were working on him and putting, <laughs> like ten minutes before he was like yeah. walking to the yeah. store to get cigarettes. Right, you know? right. It's like exactly. he only had to sit up, raise his arms, and get a giant needle shoved up his nose. Right? No big deal. Note to any and all Z Nation fans: if somebody pulls up in an unmarked car and asks you, "Hey, you want to be on TV?" Don't go with them. <laughs> I'm going. I don't know what you guys are talking about. You're totally have fun. You want to be a zombie? Come with me. That's Spokane, and this is L.A. You really don't do that in L.A. Sounds about as safe as somebody pulling up in their van and saying, I have candy. We we, uh, refer to it as Spokangelus. And if you're from Spokangelus, we refer to it as Spokompton. Uh, right, right. I mean, if you're from Los Angeles, yeah. A friend yes, who lives there, and she's been watching the series, going, "This was filmed there, and this was filmed there, and that was filmed there, and that's why there were so many zombies on my morning commute." And I'm like, "Why did we have that show? That's it's a great city. We love shooting there. It's yeah, I like Spokane, and lots of variety. You we'll know? probably get there as Spokane at some point this season. I yeah. think yeah. we're actually going to go yeah. home. 
And those shots will be filmed in episode. LA. Yeah, that's right. We'll come to LA <laughs> I, to shoot I that part say, of it. Or Vancouver. I'm very <laughs> surprised that we never actually made it to California. I'm not. Five-year plan. I, I mean, I understand that, but I really thought that by the end of this season, we would be at California. Something would have gone wrong very similar to this, and that um, we would have had to deal with the fallout of the California plan not working and having to pick up. Because even when they were talking about what they were going to do when they got rid of Murphy, they were basically saying how they were all going to go their separate ways. And it would have been very interesting to see how, again, the group separated and fragmented like like it is at the end here if they manage to survive the nuclear holocaust that is, you know, incoming. Imminent. It, it would be very, it'll be very interesting to see how and if they can come back together. True. Mm. Well, originally the show did get to California. The first, I mean, when we laid out the season the first time, that was sort of the end of the first season was they got to California and then the network started to weigh in. They liked it at first, but then they're going, well, we don't want to totally change the show at the end of the first season. If people are really liking it, we would like to do keep keep it in that mode that you're in. So we want you to take a couple of seasons to get to California. Okay, so they wanted the to be a little bit more conservative a, with the formula. A left then. turn once we get there. We just <laughs> ran out of gas. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Road tripping. There's just too many places to go. I mean, yeah. there was like too many opportunities of interesting places to go while That's we're still true. on our way and you have all of America to work with, so right. that makes sense. Are we going to try to do a, is, a snow scene? Somebody told me we're trying to do ooh, a snow we're scene. We're trying to figure that out. It's, it snows up there till March. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not scheduled to shoot till May, but so, we're yeah. trying to see if there's a way to go up and shoot the exteriors or shoot an episode something. and close down and come back in May or something like that. Because yeah, it would be, be cool. it would be super cool. It's really neat up there in the snow. Zombie sickles. <laughs> all I can say is if they make it, if you're if they still work in Colorado, if they do for some reason make it to Denver, please do something with the Demon Horse outside of Denver International. The Demon Horse outside of what is that? It's this it's this giant blue horse sculpture. It's a blue horse with black mane, black tail, black hooves, and glowing red eyes outside the airport. You see it when you're driving in, you see it when you're driving out, and urban legend has it that the guy who sculpted it, part of the sculpture fell off and killed him. The thing looks <laughs> like it came from hell. That's and, happening. Well, and DIA supposedly has tons of conspiracy theorists. There's murals and there's a little thing to the Shriners in the middle and it's just... Uh, people think that the Hellmouth is in DIA. So okay. That's silly. Interesting. Well, I just want to see something with the demon horse if okay. they do survive this and go south. You got it. <laughs> let's go back. I mean, they are in Colorado, so you never know. And all of my Colorado listeners are like, yeah, that thing. <laughs> the demon horse. <laughs> the demon horse. <laughs> Although, I just speaking of, you mentioned the Ebola extra, and I, I do want to talk about this mysterious evil mad scientist because we we open up actually I think this is the first time we open up prior to the zombie apocalypse because even from the very get go this show opened when things were at their absolute worst and we haven't gotten to see I mean we, we live in the world so we know what the world was like prior to the zombie apocalypse but this is the first time the show has delved into that a little bit and we get we open with this seemingly nice doctor, you know, having this nice conversation with this lady and, you know, talking like, oh, your baby is so cute. Grow up and, you know, make something of yourself. Make us all proud. And then he goes and murders two people literally right after that. This man is a monster. 
<laughs> he had a job to do. He was great. He yeah. Isn't he great? Yeah. I love that guy. He was really, that smile on his face, you know, just like kind of Hannibal Lecter sort of. Just very polite and uh, evil, evil, evil. Was evil Dr. Kurtz. Well, that was that brain John, fluid he was getting? Yeah. and uh, <coughs> John Himes and I wrote that episode, and uh, he really wanted to see the beginning of things, and we wanted to get into just what was going on behind the zombie apocalypse. Was there a reason for it? Was it man-made? Um, and just to start to tease some of those elements out that will get around to full circle here in the next season. So Yeah, and it was it was actually really cool because that is something that we've been questioning is how did the zombie apocalypse come about? Was it a disease? Uh, because there are lots of, you know, depending on what kind of zombie lore you're looking at, there are lots of different origin stories for zombies. And this one, it it's all but confirmed now that this doctor is is probably the cause of everything that's happened. Because at first we were very suspicious of Dr. Merch. Yeah. But now it looks like, oh no, it's it's definitely that guy. <laughs> well, it's, you never know with us where we're going with not these to, things. Not so to he's like, he's yeah. certainly one possibility, yes. Not to alleviate Dr. Merch of any like yeah, no. twisted wrongdoing. That bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's my friend Lisa. Actually, she's a neighbor of mine. <laughs> you know, that's the that's the most fun of the for me. You know, seeing who's on the cast list because eighty percent of the cast is really out of the Pacific Northwest, and so they're all my people. You know, like, <laughs> you know, Richard the uh, the patient zero. Right, is my buddy Richard. I've done lots of plays with him. And everybody knows nice. everybody yeah. up there on our crew. Yeah, the little junkie kid who takes the doctor to the guy. Yeah, that's Christopher. Um, we did a play together. Huckleberry nice. fan. He was Huckleberry fan. I was his dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was He's friend. dead now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is. Yeah. Yes. But, it, it, like, I, I Everyone liked, in this series is. I really liked the, the way this was played up with this doctor globe trotting, you know, mm. getting closer and closer to when the zompocalypse happened. And we see him going to all these different things, uh, looking at all these different patients of these different diseases. And, like, he's, like, pulling together their brain fluids to create, like, some super disease. I feel like this is, like, the, the that Twilight Zone episode where, like, combine all the uh, most dangerous animals in the world and it creates man. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> I just keep thinking of... This was all very Resident Evil to me. You have a guy going, screwing around with things he shouldn't... We, we have our own Wesker. He's lacking sunglasses, but nonetheless... And now we have all of these zombies coming out of nowhere who are not like the zombies we've seen before, who are hostile. Mm -hmm. It it was very, very Resident Evil. We just kind of walked into Star City here. Raccoon City, rather. That's not good. <laughs> zombies that are not susceptible to Murphy's charms. The T-Virus. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny. Although there was one I wanted to bring up in particular. Um, the Haiti Stop, which uh, was the patient who uh, was trapped under a bunch of rubble and he's kind of in this That's waking right. comatose state where he won't communicate to anybody but he will obey commands and I thought it was very interesting that Haiti in particular was chosen for, for this particular patient 
Uh, for for one reason in particular, a lot of at least film wise, zombie zombie like film history for zombies started You're a right. lot more with voodoo. That mm. a lot of people know Romero as the one who created the the current jo- zombie genre. He's the standard. But prior to that, there actually were a lot of other zombie movies that all dealt with voodoo. Zombies weren't actually dead; they were just people being mind controlled. You're absolutely so, like everybody right. with an that, that's the well, that's exactly that. the idea. That, oh that my gosh! The, going back to the origins of the word zombie and the the ability to control the undead um, and people that wouldn't die, and that there was a chemical that you could give them to control them. It's all part of the cocktail. Do we yeah. have a sound effect for like mind blown? Because that's what just happened Kaboom. to be here. I didn't pick up on that last night. There you go. <laughs> just well, and also interesting in all those old classic zombie movies there is always some sort of witch doctor who's pulling the strings uh, who is leading zombies to do his bidding and right now I'm looking at this doctor and going you ting tang walla walla bing bang (laughs) pretty Mm. much I don't know what are your guys' thoughts on this I don't know now I'm thinking like I wonder if like some some old version of like zombies were like started by like Dr. John down in New Orleans (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, so many possibilities, and I love, I love the. First of all, I love that it was Doctor Kurtz because my internist is named Doctor Kurtz. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was who he was masquerading as. I don't yeah. actually remember that? his name. Oh, I got Curry. it backwards. Curry. Kind of oh, okay. sad that no one actually picked up that. Oh, Doctor K, you are. He's probably one of the dead guys sitting at the table. <laughs> Happy birthday! That was, that was my knee <laughs> jerk reaction. Was oh, you survived the birthday party. You shouldn't have survived that birthday party. Well, Who I, are you really? I mean, when you come across a table and it's like surrounded by, you know, corpses around this birthday cake, I would assume that the birthday cake is poison. And what does Murphy yeah. do? Is he picks it up and he starts eating the frosting. <laughs> he had to redo that take about ten times. He ate about ten of those roses. Just <laughs> the FYI. Wow. He's going to make himself sick. <laughs> well, That's no hilarious. More. He didn't have enough. a spit bucket or anything? Well, they kept putting the rose back on and eating. He just, yeah. He Our ate services wasn't working he was <laughs> just hungry <laughs> yeah, that he was a lot just, of frosting <laughs> that was a much needed moment of levity there just looking at this going we, we just did the Hollywood Horror Nights walkthrough with everything in the rooms and everything messed up and everyone's a little unhappy and then sugar rose it's like and We've all done that. Did you love that epic uh, cake in the face? Yeah, that, that was yes! good, too. <laughs> one take. One, that's all we had. Seriously? Yeah, one one take. take. So they gave me a fake cake to practice a bunch of times, you know, <laughs> to pretend, you know. And then it was like, okay, let's do it. And John, John was loving that bit. He was <laughs> laughing so hard. Yeah, didn't, yeah. He, uh, didn't he blow the take, actually, did, because he was laughing so hard? I mean, we were uh, able to oh, use it mu- in the end, but. Uh, I don't know what he, what got blown. He that That's probably why my high five to 10K wasn't. Uh, used because he was probably laughing. Yeah, no, that. he starts laughing oh, no. after you. Hit I had this great high five to ten k after we, you know, killed the guy, and I was like, man, that'll be a the highlight reel. John laughing at the high five. We need a blooper reel or something because it seems like that and There's the thousand deaths of Mac. Yet, there is one. I, th- I believe yeah, so. Yeah, the, the editors were the editors awesome. were talking about cool. how they they were compiling it bec- as like a just in case. So we're keeping our fingers crossed that we actually get to see <laughs> that, that. That is mildly terrifying. My little Rolodex. I'm thinking of all these moments of okay. I want it. Save it for the. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be call your attorney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I love that they said they'd done that before. It's like. 
frozen food section, frozen food section. Yeah, this that was Yeah, it was definitely meant to be one of those bits, yeah. yeah. And it's it's a great, well, it's also an effective reminder of, like, these guys have been through a war. It's like, it's a reminder of all the other war movies you've seen where they're like, remember that time in Istanbul? <laughs> and they just, like, click. And it's like, you oh, and right. I remember Budapest <laughs> very differently. <laughs> Thank, Thank you for you. understanding where my brain went there. That, um, that was what I was thinking of. It, it was a lot of great moments. I think the creepiest moment in the base, though, was that when that doctor, when we found like the doctor still alive. Yes. Oh, and patient he zero? Comes in yeah. Patient yeah, patient zero. Oh, patient zero. Yes. Yeah. That was oh. both heart, again, this heartbreaking and unsettling and all sorts of creepy. Again, I think this episode has been the scariest Z Nation has ever been. Oh, yeah. Be- just because there's so much of the unknown that we're dealing with and we're dealing with a lot of the consequences of these genetic experiments that, you know, may have basically caused the outbreak and have caused the world to collapse as we know it. Well, and I thought the poor guy texting his wife was also pretty yeah. bad. That was pretty Tell awful. The, just reading off the text and I'm like, oh no, 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 no. Oh, uh, tell the kids I love the kid, them. Yeah, tell the kids <laughs> I love them. And how about the epic makeup on on Patient Zero? That was if they I mean, they brought yeah, that was synapse, just like yeah. a head synapse. and then below the table? Or, man, they work. really, they brought it. And and Richard Slonick, who played Patient Zero, was such a trooper, man. He, he had to wear that, you know, half Again, the day. It was the it was same amazing. actor. Yeah. That's yeah, all sorts of incredible. Yeah, yeah. same guy. And, same guy. Uh, wonderful, wonderful actor. And it was a combination of visual effects and physical effects. So, uh, you know, from, from like here up, it was him. And from... From the neck down, it was visual effects. I was rib cage. Yeah, I did want to ask him when when he was speaking to Murphy. I wanted to ask specifically if those if he was actually speaking or if that was just Murphy being able to understand him because Murphy is kind of a zombie. Well, he was speaking, but well, it was him, yeah. yeah, it was him he was actually. Speaking. Okay. The bit with him was he he wanted to be dead, but he couldn't die. That was the one thing that the uh, uh, the vaccine he was given was able to give him, but not cure him. Mm-hmm. Just not let him die. And, Ugh, so, uh, and he's all melting. Uh, he's gross. Slowly speaking, speaking of not being able to die, I also want to talk about Cassandra. <sighs> because we, we've we seen this building for a couple episodes now. I never thought it would escalate to this point, in all honesty. Because we, we saw her get injured a couple episodes ago. and It was off screen, though. Yeah, she it was, just showed up with an injury. Was, and I thought it was going to be gone because, oh, it happened off screen, whatever. And now I'm angry that we didn't actually get to see it happen because it became such a big well, factor. Well, I mean, they mentioned that the the episode where that happened was supposed to be a half an hour. Originally, it was a half an hour longer because That's there was a, a lot at the compound that ended up getting cut. True. So, again, concessions And I mentioned that my character says, Bob, you know, she got hooked yeah, up on right. some barbed yeah. wire. You yeah. know, that just, in fact did. I would have liked normal. to have seen it happen, yeah. especially normal. since it became such a plot point. Yeah, mm-hmm. normal everyday apocalypse stuff, you know. Exactly. Yeah, it was supposed to be just like a small infection that just, just kept and, hitting worse and, and worse. And I almost and worse kind and, of like that it is something mundane as opposed to like she she got really hurt like pushing somebody out of the way of a car or something right. like that. That it was it was something really trivial, but in this world something even that trivial can have devastating consequences. There, there are no here. antibiotics to help you out. Like, if you get something, some bad, you're gonna die. 
Yeah, and and I like that this created a lot of really good character interactions this episode, especially because this is the end of the season. You know what I loved when Ten uh, K was saying goodbye to her. You know, I love that he didn't kiss her; that Aww. he just hugged her. You know what I mean? Because this is the first time this kid is like came that close to a woman. He doesn't know. Uh, and I know some fans were like, oh, he should have kissed. They should have kissed. I'm so glad he just like hugged well, her. Well, she's sick, it too. It was yeah. well, I mean, a kiss on the cheek, he could have even done that, but he just gave her a really sweet hug. I thought it was a great moment. Well, yeah, and he's he's holding her, uh, you know, for yeah. a good portion in this episode until she feels like she literally can't go on. Yeah, she's did even she leaning. drop his name? She did. I Tommy, wanted. Didn't she yeah. name drop him? Like, oh my it was, god! But she said it quietly so we couldn't hear because he said, "Don't tell anybody." But his name's Tommy. Yeah. I rewound it. Oh, did you? <laughs> I did. I was like, "Wait, wait!" Did I that was, just? I really yeah, wanted yeah. subtitles. She is gonna die. <laughs> I really wanted subtitles because I was like, "Did she say Tommy or Donnie? Which one was it?" <laughs> I'll never know. Tommy. It's a good Tommy. Irish name. Thomas. And let's not forget that there was a moment where they were both naked and she was leaning on him. Oh, yeah. That was, that was really... <laughs> let's not forget that. Eyes front, mister. <laughs> I'm not the elephant man. Yeah, I did push-ups for like three days before that. I was like, oh, shit, I gotta take my shirt off. Oh, no. I liked your, uh, <laughs> like your farmer's tan, too. Yeah, we were like, what are you guys doing? They wanted to put more makeup on a, you know, the farmer tan. But it was funny. Uh, that was people love that. It'll be known as the apocalypse tan. From <laughs> right. And again, it was this nice moment of levity. <laughs> You know, to just have all of our main characters standing in a room naked together, not making eye contact. It was really funny. And then we have everything else that happens in this episode, which is far less funny. Mm. <laughs> That's pretty much what this episode is. Laugh and then go to hell. And then laugh and then go to hell. And it's we sort of our series. I mean, yeah. that's kind, yeah. of, kind of why we're here. <laughs> and Liberty Bell, cannibals. Right? And... What happens with Cassandra? Because she and Murphy share, you know, this moment together. And on the surface, it kind of looks very sweet. Because for, like, the first time, he looks like he gives Cassandra this genuine smile. And then leaves the room. But since we didn't cut back to her, it's like, okay, something happened. Something happened, and they're not going to show us what it is until a little later. Well, you saw the bite on her face, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. exactly oh, what oh, happens. Oh, as soon as he walks in the room, I'm like, oh, he's going to bite her. That's he's exactly what I was thinking. It's <laughs> like, if you look at her, she's she plays that scene really well, too. Like, at first, she's like, oh, okay, and then she looks in his eyes and sees something, and then she has this great change that yeah. comes over her face. Yeah. Just real briefly before we cut away, where it's like, What's he gonna do now? And you just, know? just the way that her re-entrance was shot was really well done. Just the slow reveal because uh-huh. at first you can only see her eye and you can see that she looks ashen and everything like that. So she looks like a zombie when she first walks in, but then when you actually see her, there's total mental awareness there, and her eyes are like a different color, and you see the bite mark on the cheek, and you're like, Murphy, what did you do? Well, you Surprise, know, bet you thought you'd seen the last of me. Well, you know what I thought was very interesting about her appearance is her was her whole attitude as a zombie, because it, there's sort of two ways to look. She's much more confident I guess you could say or just like yeah yeah, aggressive but like there's a confidence about it that's very much Murphy that's how yeah but that's how Murphy behaves so I'm there's only there's two possibilities that I see either it's Murphy when he bites you he puts a little bit of his (laughs) own personality into that person but we didn't really see that last time Um, or it's that this is the 
true Cassandra, freed of her like freed of her fears yeah, and her, anxieties. Yeah, and exactly. All that because stuff. she knows I can't die. I'm <laughs> invincible except if I get shot I, in the head. And I think it makes her a little sexier too. You know, kind of <laughs> gives her this sexy edge, don't you think? Sort of. Well, I'd no? say that if she hadn't yeah, just, you know, I mean, the, hair, you know yeah. the hair is kind of uh, back to like when she was in I the think cage. That's going to catch on as a uh, style. <laughs> totally. As far as Actually, you know, it it about twenty everything. years ago, heroin chic. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, at first, I was I thought Murphy was controlling her, like it was a full on, you know, kind of puppet master yeah. deal. Like well, he was, was making. I he said like sick him or what did he say kill her kill yeah him. he did say kill yeah he, he, did. he is controlling he's her controlling her. Yeah. he's controlling her but I, I'm wondering to what degree is she still her because it's it's one thing to kind of, for for Murphy to be completely pulling the strings and there's just not much there but she looks completely mentally aware and yes she's obeying him mm. But she also seeing again, she's aware enough to be able to turn and tell her friends to run and get away. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she definitely has a certain amount of autonomy and when he's nearby and, and concentrating on her, he has some influence over her behavior. And yeah, she doesn't look like a normal zombie. She looks more like a Murphy zombie. Yeah. yeah. Or it, like it, I guess it could be as simple as Murphy puts like an intention into her, like Kill this guy, and then everything, all the any, everything between A to C is just kind like whatever. Yeah, everything in B is her decision. I just had Attack on Titan flashbacks. <laughs> you can't become a zombie unless you have a physical injury and a goal. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Well, we could also get into if we wanted to get into spoilers, we could make other Attack on Titan comparisons. Oh, we won't. Uh, we no. will not do that. We're not going to do that to the audience. <laughs> A lot of us are very confused. That's okay. We, the people who get the crossover will enjoy it. Go ahead and message us directly about it and we'll talk. But for right now, don't we'll leave spoil that. anything in the comments, you guys. You're usually really good Point at Point is, season two of both Z Nation and Attack on Titan will be very interesting. <laughs> well, you know, if Doc gets to come back uh, for season two, and I don't know, if, Carl's here. Oh. I'm going to butter it's, him up later. It's... it's Touch and go. But I yeah, got some great ideas about season two. Some some stuff, you know. Ooh, uh, hear it. Can well, we maybe hear? Um, see? I think Doc uh, maybe could create like a strain of of weed. <laughs> And he grows out of of dead zombie compost. Oh, my God. And it's called (laughs) Z-Weed. And he smokes it with Murphy. And and it does something like either stabilizes him or or it does something. I'll leave that up to you guys. It has some of the benefits of the uh, vaccine, as the vaccine would. (laughs) And that's how we immunize uh, the rest of the human race. They are currently in Colorado. It is medicinal. Oh, that's true. Oh, Oh, that's right. It's not legal. It is in Colorado. Oh, it is legal. In, <laughs> yep. I was going to say, you know, Colorado, medical mar- Washington. It should I be a medical, a strain yeah, of medical it's, marijuana. It's medicinal. It has medicinal <laughs> Absolutely. Post-apocalypse, it's a little more widely available. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Things might be... Uh, the law enforcement is a little less rigorous. <laughs> yeah. Or a little less extant. Yeah. But seaweed, that's got a ring to it, right? Yeah. Yes. No, it's got a yeah. good ring to it. I think we're it. up there in Spokane. It's like, uh, we got to invest those the big bucks we're making on this show uh, somewhere. <laughs> All right. There may be some research involved. Open Just up a... Little uh, prop bags of oregano. <laughs> well, they have zombie donuts up there. They might yeah. have, yeah. like, what zombie they call it? Dawn of the Donut? Yeah. Yes, Dawn that's of the right. Donut. Is thing? What is it? Please yeah. explain to those of us who don't know. Zombies are currently very hungry. Zombie-shaped donuts. Cool. Oh, like a, a road trip. There's a little zombie shop. coffee shop too. Yeah. 
There's a, there's a bunch is of they, zombies. There's a lot of zombie stuff that... Oh, they're, they're disgusting. They're, they're, I mean, the donuts themselves are good, but they make them look to look really like little zombies. Yeah, they're like, all gory. With yeah, the they're bloody like, and uh, bloody icing and, uh, uh, you know, eyeballs that are falling I'll off wait the side. I'm waiting for the patient zero donuts. Where have right. I been all my life? <laughs> why did cronuts catch on when we have zombie donuts? Mm. Well, why? <laughs> America, <laughs> come on. I don't know what that is. Cronuts? I've never croissant, heard of croissant donuts. They're oh, not very good. No, Ew, no. That no. sounds gross. Sounds uh, like what caused uh, the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. I had cronuts. <laughs> Is it curable? We did We did mention Murphy just now, and I do want to talk a little bit about where Murphy is at. He got defaced. Hey! I was thinking more of like, it's kind of a snake metaphor. Because he he's he's not exactly the the most squeaky clean uh, upstanding guy, and so I I kind of liked the image of him completely shedding his skin to become something new, and he has always been kind of that squeaky. was Daniel's idea, by the way, really? shedding his skin. Yes, he was in the room when we were breaking yeah. that story. What if he sheds his skin? Oh wow. yeah, that sounds good. But for the audience, like face off. For the audience, do like uh, you right? want to let them know who Daniel yes, is? Yes, he's naked when he. Huh? He's oh, naked. Daniel's my son over there, who is <laughs> also a photographer working seen. on the show. Yeah. <laughs> so Murphy leaves naked because he shed his skin. But yes. like, I guess he's got to get. Does he care if he gets clothes? Or I think right now he's just trying to get out of the blast zone. Of the blast. And yeah, he's. Uh, He's also been a nudist at heart, I think. <laughs> an exhibitionist from the get-go. Also, I see another episode there with the nudist colony. <laughs> the nudist colony. Oh, my oh my gosh, God. nudist zombies. Also sounds like a great negotiation tactic. He sheds his face. Could be anybody <laughs> now. Oh, it's like face-off. That's good right. One. Good one. That's, we're working for the asylum. That's how it goes. Yeah. You just said you ignored my pun. He got defaced. I know. <laughs> We're moving I'm, past it. I'm not here to acknowledge puns. I'm here to... <laughs> sure. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but, I mean, I guess the... Did some, you guys think something called... Uh, like, caused it? Like, the shedding of the skin? Or was it, like, something new? Well, we've seen him building up to this. Because yeah. we've seen in prior episodes that slowly but surely he's been peeling off, like, little bits of his skin. And I just figured that was him kind of decaying. And especially after we see Patient Zero. Just all the decay there. I I was seeing that as him kind of falling apart. I didn't necessarily think of it as him shedding his skin to become something new. That was something completely lost on me until he started ripping it off. Oh, yeah. He's molting. I yeah. mean, you know. There's a butterfly in there. <laughs> right, exactly. I kind of wanted He's to gonna see He's going to spread his wings. I kind of wanted to see what he looked like without a face. Are we going into Red Skull territory here? Or are we going into creepy, well, creepy no, territory? no. It was just kind of that little really clear... It is very much like when a, sh- a snake sheds its skin. For any of you guys who, who have seen that sort of thing. Or he could shed it and look like a shiny new baby. Like, he's got like really <laughs> clear baby. skin. And <laughs> well, I mean, if uh, when we see him again in season two, he could look very clean. It could really be a new start for him. The most regal zombie ever. <laughs> yeah. I love your comment the zombie about king. keeping it and making boots out of it. Yeah, I didn't that get that, wonderful. but I mean, it's like, it's skin. How can you make boots out of it? But, you know, Doc, it's no, you know. It's like snakeskin boots. I guess snakeskin boots, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Zombie skin. I also kind of we, figured we you were reeling it. from having been shot. He's delusional. <laughs> There's that. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. I guess my thought with the, like, why, why I asked about something new is because there's, they went through the decontamination process, like, to, to like, 
keep out the the virus and everything. But if you decontaminate somebody who's completely infected with the virus, like who knows what kind of effect that that could have? Oh yeah, maybe that was part of it. A real, yeah, real yeah. bad Reaction. sunburn. Yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, I have that comment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. About my gonads. And my oh yeah, that was one of the funniest. <laughs> one of the funniest lines of the show, and that's your. Uh, that was added later. You know, we, we all hadn't heard that because we weren't in the. John and I weren't in the uh, uh, session where you did that ADR line. Right, right. So we're watching like the last, and it didn't get cut in until like the last version of the. Uh, uh, cut that we were looking at, so we're watching sort of the final version of the show, and we get to those which none of us had ever heard before, and we just like busted up well, laughing. There was, was a hilarious. gonads line that got cut earlier, From the earlier right? show, right? And yeah. So when I got my list of ADR lines that needed to go, I've been trying to work gonads in for the whole series. <laughs> no, well, well, all it said was, uh, well, also was Doc, do some ad libs here, right? <laughs> so I was like, okay, so I just threw a bunch of stuff out there. By the way, we're never is. doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's what happens when you give him creative yeah. freedom. What well, is other ad libs sound like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I the blooper reel. I forget what they were, but well, they're good. all in that vein. Yeah. <laughs> they be on the blooper reel. Yes. Interesting because they all involve We <laughs> we've heard from a production standpoint that things move so quickly that there isn't really a whole lot of time to improvise. So when you get the opportunity, do you really get to like play? Is it really exciting? Totally. Yeah. I mean, we get the lines and um, I want to try to make them sound like Doc, you know, so I kind of dock them up a little. But I always <laughs> say basically what you guys write. Sure. And yeah. I just kind of do my. Uh, sometimes I'll do a little Doc. Uh, take on it and or I'll run and say can I say it like this or usually a lot of the writers are there on set and we can go say can I try this or can I try that they're really accommodating and it's really a great group of uh, writers and they're all, everybody's given sort of the freedom to improvise when there's time and they've yeah. got an idea yeah. I mean, that's really encouraged if, mm-hmm. if you come up with something and it works and everybody goes yeah that's good let's do let's do that that's, that's great or give me a clean one the way I wrote right. it and yes. then do your have some fun if you have time you get to do it your way and right. it's always really nice when they so do that so what sort of things have been improvised then the gonads <laughs> line but what else that the audience may not have picked up on uh, oh dear! Uh, <laughs> hard to remember specifically. Yeah. I mean, so some of these episodes we get going so fast. I mean, even the finale, the final fight with Cassandra and everything was like shot in double overtime, like with the produce, blind producer <laughs> going, "We got to get out of here." Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I uh, imagine that's that all you guys can remember up, from like, this series. It's just yeah. people telling you to hurry up. <laughs> it's just a it's blur. Fast and I mean, we shoot pretty. Yeah, I mean, we make these every six days. One's mm-hmm. cranking we out. Have so. Three different versions, and we have the the idea of what it was supposed to be, <laughs> and then some blur of what it is when we're doing it, and then finally you look at it and go. Okay, but you don't remember somewhere. Well, there's sort of three. Yeah, there's three different versions of the show. There's the one we write, and then there's the one you shoot, which is never exactly what you wrote, and then you get an edit together and make a new show out of that. So it's really like you sort of write it three times. Somewhere mm-hmm. from point A to point C, a show happens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sometimes they, they get pretty different ah, from how okay. you started to how they wind up in the end. So. We heard about that with the uh, Sisters of Mercy, that there was supposed to be more with this other kind of Citizen Z-type person, and he just wound up being dead. Yeah. I'm not sure what that would be. At the beginning um, of that episode, there was a big compound scene, and uh, according to Jen, uh, a lot of that had to be cut. Oh, right, 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 right. But but just kind of looking back, since this is the end of the season, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about season highlights, because we want to talk about where we we think season two is going, (laughs) but I I do want to talk a little bit... uh, Favorite moment from this season or favorite zombie kill? The Liberty Bell. Yeah. <laughs> right off. 
that was the moment of this show. Like, like I was like, okay, I can kind of see where we're going here. I'm not quite sure what direction it's going to go. And then as soon as the Liberty Bell bowled over the zombies, like I'm in. Right. Yeah, no, I think people got started to get the show at that point, mm-hmm. like that we were kidding. Um, <laughs> sort of. Uh, I think certainly Resurrection Zombie, when, when Murphy comes out of the thing and he realizes that he's got this ability, you know, uh, you know, he puts his fingers in the <laughs> right. mouth to do uh, That was a pretty epic moment right there, for sure. That was pretty great. I'm still stuck on the Liberty Bell. I, I am 100% with you on that one. And the I'd pay money to see that again line, the whole audience is like, you're telling me. <laughs> yeah. And Doc's air shaft scene. Now, Thank you, Michael. Scene. Yeah. That was yeah. funny. I can't speak for Roya, but I have a feeling if she was here, Zombare. she would say, Zombare. Zombare. Bear. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what about, like, Murphy sex with the apple pie? And- oh, my God. <laughs> that's that got to be one so of the most funny. twisted. Yeah. When she licks his wound, I think, is that's some pretty was, out there television. Uh. <laughs> so who knows? Could she, she could be pregnant, right? With, I liked uh, Garnett eating That could out. happen. We were predicting <laughs> she was going to be pregnant. Would we do something like that? I can't imagine. Zombies? Hmm. Yeah, because this show certainly hasn't done a zombie baby before. <laughs> Speaking but, of the first episode, just that scene with all the zombies in the water and they all start getting up at once. Yeah. That's one of those... This is the stampede in the Lion King sort yeah. of moments. <laughs> Only all of those want to eat you. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, no, we we did have a lot of good stuff. I it's hard to pick a favorite moment because yeah. a lot of it has been really funny and a lot of it has surprised me. But I will say probably my favorite episode was the Resurrection Z well, yeah, episode, I, I want to say, just because it was such a game changer. Mm-hmm. And and it was so unexpected what ended up happening. So, well, it had uh, some great zombie action in it, too, and mm-hmm. really emotional stuff. That, had the, that, that whole fight in the uh, cafeteria is one of my favorite oh, sequences yeah. where... That Throwing the where, book at zombies. Well, just yes. that, the act where it, it starts out with 10K and he's by the, the uh, weapons stash and two zombies are chasing him and he takes off running and then he barely gets away and then it cuts inside the cafeteria and all, it just like all hell is broken loose in there. And, yeah. and that whole sequence that leads up to Addie with the blender. Oh, yeah. that was a um, great moment. Yeah, that that's, yeah. that's a pretty good stretch of zomb- just zombie action, which, uh, yeah. you know, we, we try and get those opportunities where we remind people what, what the sh- threat of the show really is. Losing Garnett was sad. That was the episode we yeah. lost Garnett. That that sucked. But, you know, he, he left for a good cause, you know? He was the hero and threw himself in front of the... Yeah, no, it was yeah. it was a good send-off for a character, and you don't always get that in shows. And we, we get, as sad as it was to say goodbye, we get Warren as our kind of protagonist now, yeah. and I really like... Or at least as the leader of the group, and I really like the idea of her being the leader. Yes. Second... I really liked the Fubar episode. I think I that was it. the one I had the most. That's one of my fun. favorites. Too. Yeah. That was like that wild. slow motion ricochet bullet montage. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was just so hilarious. And that dude in the, in out, the out, out, zombie. Yeah. that guy was so cool. I got a really good picture of him. He was really a cool well, guy. Well, Kalita's two big scenes: the one at the with yeah. the bartender, yeah. you know, beating the bartender, and then coming out with the spaghetti western music. Yeah, yeah. And so great. Chopping her way through all those guys. That's a great sequence. Yeah, and, so. and then Murphy, and she's so good in it. Murphy I mean, biting. Uh, 
uh, Foreman was right. like, yeah. what? what's going on with Murphy? And I, I love my little <laughs> scene with him between the uh, the cars. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. did you bite him? <laughs> yeah. I am so disappointed. disappointed I am you. very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> that was my idea. Yeah, that's definitely one, too. Yeah. Yes. You're like his parent. It's I'm great. not mad. I'm just disappointed. I love 10 Keys little crushes of the week. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He's just like, women, how do I do this? It's great. He wants He's to practice guy. a little bit before he makes a move on Cassandra. Well, Murphy got to second base before he did. Murphy got a home run. Yeah. I'm talking about with Cassandra. Murphy, Murphy got a home run before. I don't think it counts if you bite them on yeah, the knee. Really Murphy got a home run like before Tank King knew yeah. what baseball like, was. I think that's like <laughs> called out at first on like a like, technicality. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no that's fighting. Different sport. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, now now that we've kind of gone over our, the highlights from season one, let's talk a little bit about season two with some predictions. I love the light show. Now, I adore it. After Buzz TV. Can't have predictions about Thurman music. They're actually <laughs> hypnotizing us to tell the truth. <laughs> wow, there goes the it's the zombie aliens, right? <laughs> well, I'm sure that's that's all of season two is just going to be uh, the nuclear bombs go off and it's the nuclear wasteland and more that's radiation the rest. Zom- more radiation zombies. <laughs> I mean, well, do you guys think? Blinders. Um, <laughs> that uh, the nukes are going to go off. Could they be duds? What I think is going to happen. No, they're not duds. Okay. <laughs> I I think that there's going to be something, and I don't know if it's through some sort of technical interference that Citizen Z runs, but I think somehow they're going to become inert. Mid, I think right now the danger is real, but I think sometime in between when they're they're scheduled to land, I think that Citizen Z is going to somehow make them inert through some sort of technical wizardry. I don't know how. <laughs> I'm not going to rule out it was all a dream. I'm not ruling. I'd be really upset if that <laughs> happens. But this is a show that could pull it off. They did a really good and job with the time How loop far episode. back would that dream go? Well, we do mm. have an offer out to Patrick Duffy. Right. <laughs> 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 uh, I mean, there's a lot of ways it could go. Like, we could lose some of the team. Um, I don't think we're going to lose all the team. I'd be sad. But, I mean, there's something to be said for hitting a reset button on a cast, but staying in the same world. Um, if you still have DJ Qualls sort of like <laughs> puppet mastering everybody. <laughs> Um, well, like Heroes was supposed to do and didn't at the last moment. Well, I think there's too much groundwork for that to happen because if you kill off Murphy, well, actually he might he might be like a cockroach now and might actually be able to survive the nuclear apocalypse. <laughs> Who knows? There is something somebody else that has the uh, antibodies now too. So yeah, him and Cassandra oh. could be our new main characters. And the baby, and the baby, lots of balls in the air. <laughs> Absolutely. If 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 she Boy, really is pregnant, the Rugrats version. If she really is pregnant and she really does have a kid, would Murphy be able to theoretically control his kid if that kid were to grow? Why should he be able him? to? Or yeah, exactly. could the kid control him? Ooh. <laughs> I don't think we're done with that compound, though. I would because just like Mac to. And are there because we have the baby. I would like to live long enough to deliver the baby. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, maybe. He saw that episode of ER. 
Yeah. You actually saw the end of that episode. Right? I saw the end of that episode. The part where we have to bite the cord. Right? Yeah, the DVD, the DVR recorded the entire thing. You didn't have to step away. You were able to watch it. (laughs) I would love for Doc to live. I would step up for that moment. I would love that. So, again, you know, everything's still up in the air for this next season. But what would you like from Doc for season two? Like, are there any character interactions that maybe you didn't get a whole lot of in season one that you would like to explore? Uh, I've said this before in a couple other little interviews that I would, I think I would like more with 10K. Yes. Just because, you know, he's kind of a, you know, he lost his dad and I lost his son. And I think there's some, some, something there, you know, yet to learn about each other. And, and I like to think of him as my little surrogate son, <laughs> you, know? you know, set a good example. Try to make up, you know, with him what I left. Teach him about Rocky and porn. All that. <laughs> all the good stuff. Yeah. I have all that father-son stuff. <laughs> all that father-son stuff. What's the thought? Um, what happens if Cassandra or anyone else that Murphy has bitten bites somebody? Oh. Who is in control of that third party person? Is this like vampires now where we have people siring other zombies? Mm. Wow. That's my thought. Zombires. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think I talked about it last, a few weeks ago. I think that was my, the word you used too. Zombires? <laughs> I don't remember. No, that, not that part. What I'm talking about, um, the idea that Murphy and then this doctor, this mysterious doctor they got at being like the person who's sort of trying to, Form an army of zombies who that are under their control to like yeah. wage some massive like and international war. It was war. never really made clear what the objective was. If it was for biological warfare or if it was to create some weird like super soldier serum. Only instead of Captain America, we get the Winter Soldier. Uh, <laughs> all, all will be revealed. Okay. All will be revealed. <laughs> there's some hints in there. There's some hints in there when they're talking about when. Uh, Citizen Z is going through the resume of Dr. Curry, and Mm -hmm. there's a couple of lines. I I would like to freeze frame that and to kind of go through (laughs) what those redacted documents were saying. I think that That might get a little out of control. Okay, commenters, if anyone has any screen caps. Those VFX guys drink a lot. (laughs) I don't know what they, I don't know, you know, that stuff that's too small to see on the screen, but they're spending all day doing, I have no idea what they really wrote. That should not be treated as definitive. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Pokédex. And, that would be hilarious. <laughs> Zombie Pokemon. But I obviously you there guys can't give anything away. You know, and we won't pry for spoilers or anything like that. You but won't pry. From I a production standpoint, is there anything you guys would like to tackle in season two that you haven't got a chance to for season one? Snow. Well, yeah, maybe snow. Maybe is, snow. Snow is some, and uh, some new locations we haven't yeah. seen. I think you know Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> How? The Don't surf- question it. The surfing episode. <laughs> Everyone goes on vacation. Just, yeah, I think mostly we're going to try to make it bigger, better, and louder. I think is uh, the direction we're going, and you know all those little kind of low budget, rough edges. We're going to get rid of those and. I think all the characters are really going to step in. The ones yeah. that survive are really going to step into <laughs> whoever, their... Uh, whoever they might be. Yeah, characters in the future. And, and um, I, you know, we're really going to try and step it up for the next season. Because this season was all about, can we actually do this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like, really like, wow, it worked. We made it through. We lived. Right. Um, so, I'm going to go with yes. Yeah. I think you did it and did it well. So next season we'll do it right. Um, and uh, it should be a lot of fun. Very cool. All right. 
Unfortunately, I guess I think we are running short on time. We do Aww. have to wrap it up in just a minute. But do we have any other thoughts about this season and any other questions for our really awesome guests? When season two? <laughs> do we have, uh, do probably, we have? probably like mid September, early mid September again. Same sort of run that we had this time. Same bat time, right. same bat channel. Yep. Mm. All right. Can't get here mm. soon enough. I'm I'm just thinking like so far into the future. It's like if uh, it becomes like Z Nations and they like have a tour of Europe eventually. Uh, <laughs> spin off. They would have to have Why like a spin-off? season I on a these boat <laughs> or something to get there. That would be fantastic. Though. I love a spin off. And that then would- yeah, and then you have the crossover <laughs> episode and come on. And then the action <laughs> figures. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> that would be cool to be an actor. Very cool. Very cool. Merch is something to live for. Something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to live for. Yeah, everybody wants to be an action figure. That would be awesome. Well, well I know you have zombie babies. I've I've seen the figure. It's creepy. Oh, that sounds terrifying. <laughs> yeah, no, it 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 physically exists. They made plastic zombie babies with a little Z nation. I don't want it. It was <laughs> the best. They oh. actually shake too. They like. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know it shook. I know. I didn't know it shook until it was, my wife squeezed it and it started doing this whole thing. It was that was a cool gift, by yeah. the way. <laughs> very very cool gift. It's a great Halloween decoration. Yeah, that sounds terrifying. Well, it was. Before we head out, where can people go if they want to find out more about the work that you guys are doing, or if you've got any upcoming projects that you can maybe talk about? I know NDAs kind of make it tough sometimes. Um, I'm at uh, Hajj Mahal. Uh, that's my Twitter thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's Hodge, H-O-D-G, no E, M-A-H-A-L. And so I'm on, I'm a new Twitterer, so be gentle. <laughs> <laughs> nice things, Twitter. Yes, please. <laughs> How about you guys? I was I, like, yeah. I'm on the Z Nation site at the uh, sci-fi.com. And... I post a lot at the uh, um, at Z Nation on Twitter as well, so that's where I would look. All yeah. right, awesome. Well, thank you guys again so so much. Thank for you coming much on. for having thanks. us. No, thanks. it was our pleasure. Oh my yeah. goodness! Yeah, thank you for coming all season and just uh, giving us all the inside scoops. Yeah, and again, special thanks to Katie Cullen. She was the one in charge of talent booking this season. So <laughs> I'm gonna hide behind my mic for here. all the wonderful guests. You have heard a thank. Yay. <laughs> All right. You're welcome. <laughs> Zach Wilson, where can the people find you? All right, guys. Thanks more? for geeking out with us all season. You can follow me on Twitter at that Zach, that Zach Wilson, T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. A whole bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz. Grim, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Sleepy Hollow. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and now Instagram at Kiaxet. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. I'm also on Sword Art Online... I say Sword Art Online and Z Nation back to back. Not for a while. Season. <laughs> and Arrow, we're hitting the mid season finale. And I'm Megan. You can follow me on Twitter at The Manguin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. I'm also on a bunch of shows here at After Buzz, like Classic Who, yeah. all sorts of other fun stuff. Again, thank you guys so, so much for joining thank you us for today. Us. And thank you guys. 
Oh, I was going to actually do something. I don't know if we have time, but I wanted to do a really quick shout out on iTunes to everybody who had commented on the iTunes. Thank you, Wicked Pinto. Thank you, Big Reader. Thank you, SLH236. And thank you, FL-Moto Chick for commenting on iTunes. You guys are the best. And we also loved hearing from everybody on YouTube. It really means the world to us when you guys rate and comment because it lets our bosses know that you guys like this show. Keep doing it in the off season. No Please, reason not to. Definitely. Hopefully we'll be able to come back for season two because that would be awesome. That would be fantastic. Employment is good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. For sure. And don't forget you can also follow Roya at Hey Roya on Twitter and Instagram. So again, thank you guys for joining us tonight and thank all of you guys for tuning in. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.